0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to WWF Wrestling with Freddie. And today, it's not story time. We have a very special guest, someone who I have been incredibly impressed with, someone who is doing big things in the wrestling business, and we're going to get into it. It's our first time talking. I have no idea how this is going to go. So let's start the show. Welcome to Wrestling with Freddie.
2: Now, stepping up to the mic, the host of Wrestling With Freddy,
3: Freddy Prince Jr.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome AEW's MJF. Hello, sir, how are you?
3: I am the youngest and fastest rising star in the history of professional wrestling. My name is Maxwell Jacob Freeman. I'm also the man who beat PG Punk twice in Chicago. And I am very excited to get to talk to you today, Freddy, and really just put myself over for a couple of minutes. I don't get to do it often. I'm no, a humble you, guy.
0: You don't get nearly enough opportunities to speak about yourself. But <laughs> you know,
3: if- I agree. I agree. You know, I always pull Tony Khan over to the side. Good friend of mine, Tony, billionaire, just throwing it out there. And I say, Tony, 15 minutes, that's all you can give me? You know, that's it? That's the much – it's it's ridiculous. But Tony understands where his bread is buttered. I get more time every week on a two-hour show. And all the ex-WWE guys get, you know, three to five. So.
0: <laughs> All right, listen, man. Speaking of the fastest rising star, and we haven't even scratched the surface of your accomplishments. I uh, I happen to think very highly of you. I find the wrestling business and stand-up comedy the two hardest forms of entertainment in the history of entertainment. You're getting an immediate response and an immediate reaction. Um, From the crowd, they let you know real quick if they respect you or if they do not. And what you've managed to do, in my opinion, is establish yourself as one of the building sort of foundation stones that this company, AEW, has become. Now, there may have been a bedrock that it was laid upon, right? With like a Chris Jericho, someone like that coming in. But in order to build the company, they had to identify the right young talent that could come into this business and not only be the future, but take it from the people who have their hands firmly wrapped around it right now. You have, they unlocked the door and you decided to just literally kick it off the hinges. I'm not
3: a knocker Fred.
0: No, I haven't seen you knock on a door and I was late to the party on you, man. I, and, and It's not shame, it's regret that I have for not being hip to you and what you've managed to do. And I love that. Listen, your story and your experience with CM Punk, or as you called him, PG Punk, was nothing less than perfect. And you made true on every promise that you were going to make. And where you stand now... The world of AEW is your oyster. I used to always want to punch guys in the face who said that. And now I'm saying it, I guess I'm old. What is your plan for 2022? Where do you see yourself going this year?
3: World domination. Humbly. I said that and respectfully here's the deal. Nothing you said is inaccurate. I didn't come into this company with any uh, friends. I wasn't a friend hire as a lot of people in my company are. I came in uh, a man on an Island and, uh, essentially all I was given was opportunity and I smashed it out of the park. Every time you see me on screen, I don't hit singles. I don't hit doubles. Hell, I don't even hit home runs. I only hit grand slams. I'm the king. I'm the king of swing. It's what I do. And, uh, you know, when I was, uh, when I was told that PG punk was coming into my company, uh, I was none too pleased. Everybody was talking like this is some, uh, God in wrestling that is making a big return. And, you know, it didn't fit well with me because there's only one god in wrestling right now, and his name's Maxwell Jacob Friedman. But I tried to be respectful, I tried to extend my hand and shake PG Punk's hand like a grown man, but he's not capable of that because he's a bitch boy. Uh, and as you saw, I then took him to tax in his own hometown in the MMM Midwest of Chicago, Illinois, a dumpster fire, and I beat him twice. What's next, obviously, is I'm going to become the AEW World Champion. Uh, PG Punk wants a rematch, and that's cute, honestly. And once I'm through with him, I'm going to become the world champion. And uh, who knows, man, maybe I might take over Hollywood, too, just like you did back in, what was it, the the 70s? When were you on top?
0: It was a wee bit later. My father took over in the 70s. Yeah, I'm not that old. Got
3: it, got it. I was born in 96, so I get my dates all mixed up because I'm not a dinosaur. So uh, enough with the yakety-yak and the douchebaggery coming out of your lips. How about we get into getting some questions? And uh, and you send me my Venmo after we're done with this crappy little interview.
0: All artists are clay or stone or whichever noun we like to use. Someone shapes us. Someone molds us. Yeah. Someone helps us become the man or the woman we are when we become professionals. Who put this dog in you? Or, or was it a moment and you did this by yourself? But who put this, this energy? Because I'm telling you, when I speak to you, even when you're disrespectful, it's like a young lion who doesn't care about the old lion anymore because the old lion is eating more than he kills. And you're not having that. So who helped shape this man?
3: You know, I feel like I was kind of born with a chip on my shoulder in the sense that I was a kid. You know, I was five foot nothing a Jewish kid who, and, and when you're a, a young kid growing up in Long Island and you're a Jew, you're expected to be a doctor or a, a, a lawyer, something of that effect. And that kind of peeved me off a little bit because I was like, oh, I'm way more athletic than everybody around me. Why is it that I have to settle for kind of being a normie jerk like dork? And it was just not my thing. And, uh, you know, I, I felt that, especially whenever I played football or any contact sport, Every single play was an opportunity for me to shut people up. And when I did do well, which I did every single play, I made sure people heard it. And uh, just growing up, I had to while I did have a you know I had a hard time, my father gave me a small loan of two million dollars. and for most people they wouldn't have been able to you know make ends meet off of something that minuscule, but not me. You know, I worked my ass off to get to the position I'm in today. I was never handed anything. Uh and, and it's it's you know what's unfortunate? You know what I should be handed? My flowers. I don't know why people have to wait for my memorial show to tell me how great I am. Why can't people tell me how great I am right now? It's sad, Freddie. That's what it is.
0: I think at the very next AEW live show you should be showered with flowers, and I hope that the people appreciate you enough to go out and purchase from their hard-earned checks instead of something for their kids. Roses, not not daisies, not the grocery store ones, ones from an actual florist. 100%. Just for you. You should be like Prince Hakeem from Coming to America. Never
3: seen it. When, when did that come out? The 70s?
0: Oh, God. No, it was probably, you were negative, I think, six at the time. It's a really good movie. You should check it out. It sounds like
3: the drizzling shits.
0: 1990 1996. I think I was on the cover of People magazine as like the sexiest teen kid with a smile that Crest wanted to sponsor or whatever it was.
3: Thirty B movie rom coms around that. <laughs> Those were A plus, baby. What are you talking about? That was A A A plus. Understood. Understood. But no, yeah, you're right. I just here's the deal, Freddie, and not enough people talk about it. I feel like if I died today, I've already had one of the greatest runs in the history of the business. I've had some of the most memorable feuds and monumental moments in such a short period of time, and I'm only 25, and I think it's hard for people to wrap their brain around that. And the thing is, Roddy Piper, one of my all-time favorites outside of John Cena, love John Cena to death. You know, John?
0: I I do know John. He didn't like me very much.
3: (laughs) How do I? But the thing that to understand is is that's that's the price of greatness is you're not always going to get along with people that's why me and John got along so well the one time I met up with him when I did extra work but uh I'm getting lost here so Roddy Piper Roddy Piper one of the greatest of all time never won a world title and that's my goal is I want to be looked upon as the greatest of all time but I was also able to win that coveted world heavyweight championship and I plan on doing that very soon
0: So let's, let's talk about Piper because I've heard a lot of people mention your name with his Uh, people saying, I've heard people say the Miz as well, but the one that clicks with me and because I'm so much older is Piper and Piper had an ability to connect to people and whether he wanted you to love him in the moment or hate him in the moment, he could get you to do it both times and it was that ability to communicate that helped him transfer into movies. He was in a movie again, that was made before you were born called they live. Uh, Oh, that's a great cult sci-fi movie. Sa so, solid movie. And it even allowed him to have the courage to delve into stand-up comedy. The few years before he uh, passed away, I had the pleasure of uh, seeing him perform at the improv where my dad used to perform. You're 25 years old. If, and what you said is hard to argue because you already have accomplished so much. And with each and every victory and opportunity you've had, you've made the most of it. Let's say when you're 35, you've won every world championship there is to win. You've taken all those things at 35 years old. Do you think you'd be able to walk away and say, I'm done? I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going to be a star. I'm walk
3: away way before then. Um, you know, there's talk of a bidding war. I don't know if you've heard Fred Word, but there is talk I of I have. War. And, you know, these Fox execs, they're, they're thirsty for daddy. I mean, they want a piece of me bad. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm not interested. Uh, I like money. I think if there's one thing that I love more than gold, it's green, Fred. And I'm going to go wherever I'm offered the most. Um, by the time I turn 35, though— I'm probably going to be well and done with wrestling. I'll probably have achieved everything that I possibly can in the pro wrestling genre. And by that time, I'd imagine you're going to be seeing me on billboards for movies and TV shows.
4: I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. And stories, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
4: Like how your Amex
1: Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Listen to everything this guy is saying, please, all you guys listening. And whether you hate him or whether you love everything he's saying, it is 100% necessary If you want to achieve a dream in, I don't know about business, okay, but I know about the art world, whether it be acting or comedy or music or wrestling. Everything this man says and is doing is what is necessary. I know everyone thought I was this sweet boy. You said you had no friends coming into this game. I had no friends coming into this game, all right? I lied. I cheated. I stole. I told casting directors my name was Ryan Philippi so that I could get an audition when they didn't want to see Freddie Prinze Jr. I did whatever was necessary to get in the room and make the most of my opportunities. I would love nothing more than an actual public... Do you realize what you're saying hasn't happened I, I, ever publicly? If there was an open bidding war for the services of mjf and it was a legitimate bidding war that would literally put more eyes and ears on the business of wrestling than have been in 30 plus years and you're talking about it like it's nothing like it's already gonna happen well here's the deal man
3: i'm sure by the time 2024 rolls around you will see people that were working in aew already now potentially making the jump to WWE but what you won't see is the amount of money being thrown when I tell you and this is a straight fact I know for a fact when 2024 rolls around we're we're talking millions of dollars here that I know for a fact that whomever owns WWE by then we don't know is going to be willing to pay Maxwell Jacob Friedman while Tony Khan Good friend of mine, love TK, great guy, is also going to be offering me a butt ton of money. And I love AEW. AEW is a great place. But like I said before, I love money. That's all that this is. At the end of the day, this ain't friend business. This is show business. And it's a business with a capital B. And that's all that matters to Max. Now, once I've done everything I can in the squared circle, that's when I move on to my next venture. And I'm excited for all these chapters in my book. I'm also excited for people to look back and listen to this podcast and go, this kid called his shot like Babe Ruth. You're damn right I did. And I had fun doing it all the way through. I'm 25 right now. I'm a baby. And when I'm 35, I'm still going to be a baby. I'm still going to be young as shit. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and John Cena did not enter, um, or should I say did not exit the pro wrestling landscape until their mid 30s that's both of them um, and they and they were not the Titans they are in Hollywood until their mid to late 30s um, I'm already telling you right now I love wrestling wrestling is great I'm gonna continue to be the top name in the industry because don't get it don't get it twisted folks I already am people are already referring to me as the top heel which I despise and we can get into that after I'm done with this beautiful monologue in professional wrestling and I'm
0: a baby your contract it's 2024 whatever year it is your contracts up you're a free agent January
3: 1st 2024
0: is MJF the highest paid wrestler in the business in 2024
3: I think if let me put it this way yes and I'll tell you why because I think WWE is going to be willing to do whatever it takes to get me to jump ship, because to have me is to pretty much take a sniper rifle and shoot the heart of all elite wrestling, because that's what I am. I'm the glue, because everybody around me hates my guts. Everybody wants to punch me in the face. I am the top tier guy that everybody has a problem with. When you take... Your biggest antagonist, even though personally I feel I'm a protagonist, but when you, I'm salt of the earth, when you take your biggest antagonist, so to say, and you take them away, what do you have? What is the Batman without the Joker? He's nobody.
0: They need each other.
3: He's not intriguing. There is no success without having that thorn in your side. And I got no problem being that thorn uh, because it makes me a shit ton of money. So to answer your question, Fred, yeah, I do believe that these people are going to be willing to shill out a lot of cash for me because not only am I one of the greatest talkers, not only am I one of the greatest professional wrestlers this sport has to offer, I'm someone like Piper, a gentleman that you had mentioned earlier, that is able to make people feel something, viscerally feel something. It's a lost art in my industry. I don't know where it went away. At some point, people started caring more about the moves than the emotions. I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that's going to make people tune in and I'm going to grab them by the face. That's what I do. That's why I'm irreplaceable.
4: I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles, because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, and stories, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no
1: distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
2: Terms and conditions apply. So you have
0: no appreciation for the history of the movies that I've been. Zero.
3: Yeah, except Scooby-Doo. I grew up on those. They were solid. Yeah.
0: God, you're, I'm sure you made your parents watch them as well, so you owe them an apology. But you are arguably the most old-school wrestler in the business right now do you are you a historian of the business as well or do you simply have an appreciation for it do you not care about it I'm a
3: complete student of the game uh I literally was just watching a match with Moose Cholak from the I think it was like the 50s and that's what I do you know I I study my sport because I don't I don't want to be the best I need to be the best that's just how I've been that's how I was raised that's how I grew up it's, it's the only thing that's acceptable to me. If I go out there and I do anything but have the best moment of the night, I feel like a failure. And I refuse to feel like a failure. That's for the people watching me at home. All of you guys can be failures. MJF is not allowed to be a failure. Uh, that's why I watch all the greats. And that's why I study professional wrestling at nauseum. That's just how I operate. That's why I study the greats. That's why I study the Tully Blanchards who I now get to work along with. That's why I study... You know, Moose Cholak, who I just brought up earlier, Pampuro Furpo. I'm studying old school, Even, Jesus, I'll watch I'll watch some crazy out-of-the-box shit, just because you never know what you can pick up or get out of it. I was watching an Antonio Rocca match, uh, this was two weeks ago, and I was watching how he performed the head scissors, it was very different than the head scissors you see today, and it's just... Interesting. I watch all facets of wrestling. I especially I love territory wrestling. I can watch Mid-South wrestling till I'm blue in the face. It was always 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 presented to you in a way where you didn't feel like your intelligence was being insulted. And that's what I do because professional wrestling is real. And it is especially real when I'm out there. And I think that's what fans, whether they realize it or not, want to see. They don't want to see two guys go out there and perform moves like it's a video game and then go on Twitter and go, oh, thanks for the match, bud. That's not what people want to see. Like, we're fighting out there.
0: You sound like me talking to my buddies that are my age but right now. I mean,
3: it's the truth. I am not a gimmick. Nothing about me is a gimmick. When I walk through that curtain and when I walk back through the curtain, I am and always will be MJF 24-7. I'm going out there to win so I can get the winner's purse, move up in the rankings, and hopefully soon down the line become your AEW world champion. Somewhere along the way, this got lost. And I am back in pro wrestling. I have come back to fix the wrongs that have been written and write them back.
0: That's what I'm- This is why you should be, this is why when people say you're a heel, it drives me no, crazy. I'm a, you're Listen,
3: a- I'm trying to fix the product that has been broken for the last couple of decades. That's what I'm trying to do. Freddie, when you got a guy like PG Punk who's walking around pretending like he's some hot shot in my ring and talking all this mess, I won't stand for it. I don't care what you've done in the past. You're in my company now. You're in my company
0: now. So you mentioned Mid-South Wrestling. Yes. And Mid-South was famous for men having a genuine reason to fight. Yeah. And they communicated the reason why, and they communicated what they were going to do. And like you said, at some point down the road, that was lost. And I've always said this many times. Wrestling is the purest definition of art. Because it's the literal blood, sweat, and tears on a literal canvas. But it's made live. It's like getting to watch Jackson Pollock, died before you were born, famous painter, American artist, um, an Amer- yeah. in a, famous in a time when American artists didn't get famous. Yeah. Um, but that's what you're doing out there on a weekly basis. That's why I say, are you going to be the highest paid wrestler in 2024? I just, Listen if I ran WWE and you came in a meeting and your contract was up, my negotiation would be a big checkbook that said WWE Titan Corp or whatever it was. And I would send it over to you and I would tell you to write in a number and an amount of years. And then I would sign that check and I would hand it to you. And that would be the end of our negotiation. That's how much I respect and appreciate the route you're taking because to be as old school as you are in the modern era for kids that were born into social media and whose egos have been warped so badly that the slightest compliment makes them feel like Jesus Christ or or Mahatma Gandhi and the smallest criticism makes them want to jump off a bridge and you literally storm through it like a snowplow. And there is nothing that I've seen. And like I said, I was late to the game, but there's nothing I've seen in AEW that is going to slow you down. You're gonna hit the same challenges that every other superstar before you has hit, but many of them have smashed through as well. And when you say Rowdy, Roddy Piper, I knew I knew Piper. Okay. We weren't best friends, but I knew him. My dad was a stand-up, he had a great appreciation for that. And my father's one of his best friends with Keith Keith David. Keith David was Piper's friend from They Live. And so it was all this sort of weird incestuous crew. My dad died when he was 22, had an attitude like yours. Nothing's going to stop me. But the one thing that could was himself. And he was messed up on drugs. And that's the quickest way to screw up your path. And to watch you, brother, listen, I'm not even supposed to say this, but to me, You're the best heel working, period. And I still think you're a face because I genuinely think you're saving wrestling because you come at it with such an honesty, an old school grit. You don't care who's in your way. They're an obstacle and they're going to get smashed the same way they were when you were in high school playing football. And the guy across from you may have been bigger or had a... Or was told that they were going to be the great big huge NFLer, but on that night they got put on their ass by you, and I love you for that, man. Am I allowed to say that? If I'm not,
2: you can I mean, tell me. I mean,
3: I'm kind of getting sick over here, but but nothing you're saying is inaccurate. You know, is it is it definitely over the top? I don't want to take you out for dinner, Freddie. I need to relax a little bit. You know, you can ask around. This is a everything that comes out of my mouth is a shoot. And but what you need to understand is like. People don't like me in my locker room. No one is a fan of MJF in my locker room because everybody wants to be MJF. Everybody wants to be the 25-year-old guy who's already on top. Nobody's happy that I've done what I've done in such a short period of time. And guess what? I don't give a shit. And they're going to be way more upset when I beat CM Punk again, wherever he decides we're going to wrestle, and when I'm wearing Pretty Platinum, the AEW world title, they're going to be even more upset. And so are you, person listening to this podcast, who help crosses their fingers every week that somebody's going to shut me up. Newsflash, it's not going to happen. And I'm not being apologetic for that. Like I said, I, I approach this as sport because it is. And I'm a professional athlete. I don't, I don't mess around. And there are other guys who are happy to be here. They're just happy to be on TV. And that's great. Golf clap for you. I'm not going to be happy until I am the most successful, the most famous professional wrestler who's ever graced this earth. That's when I'll have a real smiling on my face. Now, there are moments where I'm able to soak it in. You bet your ass when I was being held up on that throne by all those short, stocky fat boys as they carried me to the ring. And I had my tongue down that girl's tonsils last week that I was a pig and shit. I was having a good time. You have to be able to take a step back and enjoy the fruits of your labor, but I will not be completely fulfilled. This chip will not be off my shoulder until I go down as the greatest of all time.
0: MJ, you are a young gunner, but you are old school as fuck. And that is the first time I've ever said fuck on my podcast. Uh, You are a hundred percent correct. I, I was told a long time ago by a very smart man in Hollywood storytellers, cut no wood. And, That was one of the reasons I became an actor and not even I can shut you up. You you are the man. I am so grateful for you doing this. Uh, Where can people find you so they can harass you and you cannot give a shit while crapping all over them at the same time? You
3: can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore MJF. If you are a producer in Hollywood and you are looking for a very handsome very young stud for your upcoming movie, uh, you can email me at bookmjf at gmail.com. If you are someone who is looking to spend upwards of 600 some dollars for a cameo, I'm not looking forward to it, but I do it. Uh, So you can go there to Cameo for me. Uh, This has been Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I'm better than you, and you know
0: all right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll see everybody next week with a brand new episode of Wrestling with Freddie. Peace. This has been a production of iHeart's Michael Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.